0: It's not a tumor. Oh, man. We tried to make a taiko month for you guys, but eight of you listen to Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, you guys
1: hate, you guys apparently hate Nazis. <laughs> good. Keep it going. <laughs> but keep, it's good. Keep that energy. We agree. We agree. Uh, but like, Jojo Rabbit is a pretty good movie. Pretty as, good movie as Twitter but, says, uh, keep that energy. Keep That's that easy. energy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, see. Uh, I saw, I finished work early yesterday earlier than usual so i, yeah. I started watching malignant mm-hmm. by uh james Wan, and i was like fuck this movie's good I, I, <laughs> like i i i said like i immediately texted michael's like you have to fuck it to see it it's amazing
0: okay there are there are many reasons why i wanted to watch, <laughs> watch malignant one of them was james Wan was a director two i didn't even hear about this like every time a famous director comes out with something that wasn't even hyped up like i'm immediately intrigued and like three like none of the teasers told you anything. Like yeah. you you will Total know mystery. you, you will know nothing of this movie. And like I've heard some bad reviews already and it's like all over the place. But at this point in my life, every so often there's a point in my life when I want something that is just off the walls. What the fuck? And this, th- this mm-hmm. fed it. This is why I liked the first mm-hmm. Suicide Squad when it first came out. That is a controversial opinion, but at that moment in my life, I needed a what the a fuck what the is fuck going movie? on thing just to like <laughs> settle wherever the fuck I was in my head at that. And as bad as that movie was, it was a fun theater experience. We were all in for the ride. And that makes me wish that I saw this movie in theater. because <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: Like, the way you formulated it, I thought you actually went to the theater to see
0: it. No, because, like, I read comments about how people reacted, especially at the end, which we'll get to. I I, I read comments about how people reacted to it, and I'm like, I I, I wish I could have been a part of that. Because there was one specific part when I was like... Because, okay, this movie, James Wan has built a reputation of being kind of like an Mm off-the-walls actor. And, like, he's directed, like, Furious 7, which is, like, one of the most off the wall fast and furious stuff but -hmm. he was also the director of like insidious and this felt very insidious and this is the Mm -hmm. first movie to me that blended the two together like action james one and horror james one
1: yeah no it's like i i was talking to I, i was talking to a member of my family today and i was trying to describe the movie and i was like it reminded me of like all these kind of body horror 1970s movies like the brood or even reminded me a little bit about the the omen, but just slightly because there's you know this kind of presence yeah. in the film. Uh but but I was like imagine a horror movie but then you had like matrix like you know action scenes. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> Because no, like <laughs> with it's... black leather well. <laughs> let's, let's put it this coats. way the,
0: the first half makes you think that it's more along the lines of what was the one like dead silence or like the first yeah. saw movie like that could I mean, have been the a beginning... movie. and then the Dude, last the beginning half of... is
1: like
0: <laughs> I, I don't i don't know where this action movie budget and shit just came out of nowhere <laughs>
1: But it's like, dude, like the beginning, actually, I thought, like, is this some kind of spoof? Because there's just (laughs) a moment where like one character, like there's a doctor who says like, we have to cut out the cancer. (laughs) And I was like, I the way it was shot and the way it kind of came about kind of made me think of the scary movie kind of movie. I was nope. like, is this a spoof? This movie um <laughs> actually started the way started the
0: same way that um uh, Godzilla versus Kong did because like oh, I was they, going yeah. I was going back and forth before it just like stuck with malignant and if you go back and forth between Godzilla versus Kong and malignant it starts the same exact way. It's like action something and then all of a sudden somebody says
1: let's eh," and then yeah it's like yeah it's like the credits and she even looks looks at the camera credits yeah dude like the the credits to me are like dr house batman beyond it's just like (laughs) (laughs) have like anatomy but then you also have like these flashes and skulls and shit i was like you know so it's just like uh, i I really had a flashback yeah yeah but he's having fun i think like On HBO Max, you have like there's like an extra kind of like little clip uh, uh, that you can look at, and uh, like James Wan says, like I just wanted to do something fun and different, and this feels kind of like a mashup of a bunch of different horror movies plus some action into it. Yeah. it's just like epic. I, and I, and I, uh, yeah, I mean, it I always kept you guessing. <laughs> I think I guessed it by halfway, but I still yeah. wanted to see the rest because there's so much action and yeah. so much fun. It's and so weird. A like, lot of gore as well, which is it's, fun it's as well. It's <laughs> so weird how
0: much like my taste based on my mood now. Like, yeah, there was a oh, time definitely. where my taste was <laughs> completely focused on I'm going to be a filmmaker. That was, that was it. So I tried to objectively figure out stuff. And then like, once you realize how mood based a lot is, it's like, Yeah. If something hits you at the right time, that is your inspiration forever. And if for some reason I ever write a script, Malignant will be in my head forever and ever. And that's why I have to shout out Akela Cooper. Akela or Akela Cooper, who was the writer? I had to look up who this writer was just because I was like, James Wan has been a director forever. He can like hold a movie, but like you have to mix that in with a new voice in order for it to feel fresh. And yeah, I think though the woman that wrote this, well, for one, it was so off the wall that I'm like, I'm glad there's still writers that do I keep thinking people are scared to like oh yeah, just not 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 like an un PC, because this isn't like an unpc pc movie at all. But in a way of like going, going for it, and th- yeah, th- this writer was like a de- was like a she she was like a fan of like Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She writes stuff, and I was like, this it's like, and she came from a small town too, and it made me think of like David Lynch, how he just kind of came from a small town where there wasn't a lot to sat in his room and just made up the most off the wall thing. Kim and Tim, like, I want to see the next generation. This gives me hope that the next generation of weirdos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's really like. Um the story I think in itself is sort of like the whole arc and how James Wan brought it to life is just like amazing. And just I mean, just like the the, the killing scene and the 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 killer. It's so weird and you don't know what's there's something off, but you don't know what it is until the end of the movie. I thought it's like no, the way when you look at them, you're like, what is this? Is some kind of puppet you, thing? You
0: think that it's a stylistic choice until the end. Yeah. That's what that's what I loved about exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Nothing is like you think it's like, oh, they made it as a style. Just you think like this is some fucked up, well, he is fucked up, but like some fucked up, you know, like person who kind of contorts their body in some way or another. Because yeah. it's like some kind of spirit or, 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 or something. Then like by the end of the movie, you know, like, oh, actually it all makes sense now. Yeah. You know why it all looked weird. You you go uh, through the movie
0: imagining that it's like probably like something along the lines of The Omen or Rosemary's Baby or even like The yeah. Babadook. That that's what you think you're going. For. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot more grounded, but not really like the explanation
1: for this. Yeah, answer. I mean it's it's more scientific, I guess, yeah. and more body horror based ish, than yeah. than uh, you know based ish. uh Because like you know James Wan is famous for the country movies, especially like the first one. It's all about like possession and exorcisms and spirits and demons right. and all that shit and this is more like what if some biological atrocity happened and uh you know i'm already spoiling the movie but this <laughs> is you know
0: wait okay before we get into the spoilers because there's no way we can like talk about this yeah, movie without spoiling yeah. i finished whiskey do you have anything
1: i have uh, some Arroyo Grande Valley pedal press. Arroyo wine Grande. Uh, I'm drinking some rosé today. I haven't drink. I haven't drunk rosé in about four years. I think. Oh wow. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's th- a nice return to rosé. When was the last time I had I had rosé
0: last? But prior to that, the only other time I had rosé was San Francisco because mm-hmm. there was a liquor store that sold forties of rosé. So, I uh, I want to
1: uh, in the in the words of uh, Liz Lemon from Thirty Rock. I want to go to there. Um. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you haven't
0: lived until you got you smoked, got high out of your mind, and drank forties of rose and just went to I don't even remember the name of the park, but it was a crowded ass park. Yeah. But like <laughs> you, you haven't lived until you went there. I went, no, it's rosemary like very gross. <laughs> no money. It felt so like
1: I, I, I made my parents proud. I, I lived the sixties for a moment. <laughs> you lived the sixties. You could only live the sixties in San Francisco, I think. Uh yeah. So probably. everybody
0: save up for how expensive that fucking place is but yeah uh, save up and live your life in san fran where the rosemary well
1: is san fran like the the five-star priced version of it's like one-star service five-star prices yes uh, <laughs> until we,
0: san francisco the place, places like san francisco and new york it's like it doesn't hit you while you're there because you're just living life but whenever you get to look back on it it's mm-hmm. oh man if i could just go back to the park and be higher out of my mind anyway
1: continue about hey dude you can you can do it in new york i mean it's just not i mean it is technically legal hustle, if you, if, depending on what you get yeah. but uh you can't buy anything legally until i think may of uh 2022 or something yeah but uh we'll see yeah because they legalized weed in, in new york state but like you they haven't set up the whole system until 2022
0: yeah, i mean you guys had that lollipop weed truck forever that actually Yeah, they kept had... trying
1: to ask you, right? They kept trying to, to get you to, to buy some. Yeah, and then they actually had like
0: a so- they actually had a solid store in Times Square. I don't know if it's still there, but it I was there saw for the a while. Store.
1: No, I only saw those like food truck imitations, I guess, like truck, set, you know, selling shops or whatever. And uh whenever I went by, like no one asked me anything. And then when I walked with you next to one of those like, "Hey man, you want some <laughs> I've been
0: told that many times that I look like a drug dealer. Like, I don't mean to, I, I just don't have proper
1: cord weather clothes. I'm from Hawaii.
0: So I have to I know. stack I just, on every maybe, jacket known to man.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just look too serious. And they're like, he probably has his own stash. It's all good. Okay. No. Before we <laughs> go back to Malignant,
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell this story that um the reason I got a real like North Face, like a good jacket in New York because mm-hmm. I was stacking stuff on, but then one time I went to a comedy show, and the last 10 minutes was Andrew Schultz. And in mm-hmm. New York, you can literally just walk out of a comedy club and just talk to a comedian because that's where they go to, like, that's pretty cool. work on their shit. Yeah. yeah. So I talked to him, and the last, it, it was only for five minutes, but the last thing he said was, like, fucking man, get a real jacket. So I got a real jacket.
1: That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you were shamed. You were shamed by a comedian into getting a real jacket. I mean, <laughs> Is I need that the honesty. Story?
0: I, I need like new york, the new, york
1: new yorkers are very on and they you know like if if you haven't seen them in the while it's like what like did i do something wrong like what what the fuck man it's, yeah you yeah. know like <laughs> no, i need to come or,
0: back this is like or
1: it, uh yeah i remember going to a nightclub with with uh, two friends of mine, one Italian, one Brazilian guy, like years ago, like maybe five, six years ago, uh, and uh, we went out to this c- coyote bar, which, which coyote is ugly. where, yeah, like Coyote Ugly, but it's oh, not called wait. Coyote Ugly; it's another well, one. Was it's it like the girls going? Like, that was like the, the bottom, they yeah. had like megaphone, they had like bullhorns. I was like, why aren't you partying? And uh, was, it, was it like that? And was and it then SpongeBob's once every forty-five minutes, no, no, why aren't no, you no, partying? No. <laughs> the thing is kids. like the thing is like they were playing ac songs and all that shit and thing is yeah. like we were all living we were all roommates and uh thing is like i ran out of clean clothes the only thing i had left was like a cardigan like a blue white and black like sort of like cardigan thing with like a tartan yeah. pattern whatever and then we all went out you all know, realized that we all wore the same shirt and we went there you did we were oh. guys <laughs> They're all three guys. And then the woman, one of the barmaids with the with the bullhorn is like, look at these guys, they're matching shirts. <laughs> their shirts match. <laughs> and then one very like like bulky New Jersey guy came up to us and went, why are you busting your balls? Just wear a t-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like this is the only clean shit I have.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I <right now. laughs> My shirts in a dirty hamper back in back in chelsea
0: it was just like i miss that new york honesty fuck
1: (laughs) and then thing is like you know the crazy things happen in new york like you know i you know someone's like why aren't you partying and then someone was like because you can't stop talking
0: wait would you say crazy things like a backwards person with a twin in the back of her head climbing up the wall and the buildings why did you
1: do this to me why did you do this to me For yes. Segway. yes. For Segway into horses.
0: <laughs> well, this movie took place in Seattle, so it's not gonna like it's, yes. it's not relevant. Yes,
1: took place in Seattle. Uh, well, spoilers. This is a body horror. Like two people inhabiting the same body thing. Oh, we man. ruined the movie for you. I'm sorry. I don't we, care. We but... spoiled <laughs> because
0: I, I had a whiskey prior to Fuck you guys.
1: It's I just had half a bottle of <laughs> wine. I've had half a bottle of rosé, uh, which a sounds bottle. a bit more which I guess sounds fancier than saying like I had some whiskey, <laughs> but I had a, a half a bottle of rosé. I, I need to so... drink
0: whiskey because of that that yeah. song. I don't know how this song got so big in Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. just friggin' everywhere. It's everywhere. It's been It's like a single Tennessee song. Wh- the Dude. Chris Stapleton version. That song as yeah. it, it, it will show up in a while.
1: I don't know, like they're are always the same. Like I remember driving in Florida years ago, and they they only played. I would go through stations, and they only played Katy Perry's Black Horse for like ever <laughs> and ever. And I was like, you tell me the Black Horse, like shut up. <laughs> and then Jarvis. you go into a Radio 94.9 and then or 95.9, and then you're like, okay, yeah, let's horse get to the Latin stuff. Horse <laughs> <laughs> el caballo, el caballo. You're like, "Tu eres el caballo." Yeah, that's, okay, that's uh, horse.
0: There you go. <laughs> caballo is horse. There you go. We have and, our uh, have our Hispanic sweet here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not Swedish. I'm Swiss. Swiss. I'm Swiss. Swiss. God damn it! Cancel if me I already. S- listen, if I spoke Just like a kid from Ikea, I think it's like. If I, if I, if I speak like I sound like an Ikea name, you know, like, you know, or something yeah. like that. Uh, yes. That I have many Swedish friends that I make fun of and they're fine with it. It so. you
0: know was weird. You've never, you, you've you never um, mixed me up for, for some reason. I was always Filipino. I was never Thai. I was never Vietnamese. I've never Cambodian. No.
1: Thing is, I, I have uh, Filipino acquaintances that I met through like filmmakers and stunt guys. Yeah that i met in europe for you know yeah, for crazy reasons fit. that i will not go into <laughs> go into like i shared a hotel room with a filipino filmmaker yeah. slash stunt guy yeah uh in norway and uh, i always had to clean up the bathroom after him because like like he always <laughs> made a huge mess i was like roberts why <laughs>
0: was he filipino or filipino american or filipino european it was like
1: filipino like a real filipino from uh the philippines Philippines. okay no like the nicest guy i've ever met the nicest most jacked like the nicest and most jacked at the same time And he would do like pirouettes and fucking stunts <laughs> and shit, and and uh, really nice guy. Like his name is Robert with an H at the end, so I think it was Robert. But I used to call him Robert, and and uh, and he was like, uh, he asked me because I did a short film, and that festival that we all went to and uh like he asked me if he could show it in the philippines and i was like dude that is such an honor because like i was never really proud about my short films like they were just fun things but yeah. it was just like uh let's do it man and and he was like can i show it up because like there are like 120 something islands in the philippines like oh, a yeah. shitload of islands yeah it's literally and old, uh, yeah. he lived on a, like one of these remote islands that like far away from manila like no idea where it is yeah. I was like hey i want to show it on my island of whatever and i was like go for it man like i i would love to have people see anything i mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah dude let's go for it and uh but but it's 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 just like amazing those connections that you make with people like if you just like go out there do it no but Thing is, like you're just a Filipino magnet, aren't you? Yes, yes. That's <laughs> how this podcast goes <laughs> Well, I i don't know. Maybe there's something with my humor. I, like I don't know. It's it's uh okay, you know, know. I you're... I get along with islanders. You're you're think, Swiss and Hispanic, I... you're pretty much Filipino. You're pretty much <laughs> I actually like my brother and i like i'm fair skinned my brother has like olive skin and yeah. and uh we met a couple of brother filipino brothers yeah. in one part of switzerland like they were tourists and whatever and we were also tourists yeah. in that area it's like the italian area and he was like you guys are brothers like you're white and you're you know darker whatever I was like but we are brothers and then their wives were like you're the same like you're dark and you're white yeah. and uh it's sort of like dude like most of my friends most of my indian friends who have yeah. seen my brother they think he's uh, they actually think he's pakistani or indian and i was like yeah. you know it's uh like perceptions man you know fuck perceptions
0: no you know i know you've been around a lot of filipinos <laughs> why you didn't, you didn't call yourself white you said fair skin you've been around yeah. a lot of indians and filipinos you said fair skin
1: <laughs> well that's what they tell i mean i guess that's the term that they use you know like that because no, like I,
0: uh I, I just saw the the office episode for the first time last week of like the indian uh family where is it mindy Kaling's family that like they they saw like Michael Scott's girlfriend was like oh she's so fair and then Michael Scott was like yes she's fair and well-mannered and so nice and like at first I didn't get it but then like I'm like I don't know it, it's like I get it more well now. that's I think a it's very like when you say, like Asian term I guess right
1: yeah I guess yeah I mean like my brother lived in Taiwan for like eight years so I guess maybe that kind of rubbed off on me when uh, you know in, in the family Yeah. Uh, But but it's it's uh, I find that when you say someone's white, there's like a very specific image of what a white person is, which is, I guess, like white Anglo-Saxon or Aryan. I don't know. It's, (laughs) It's sort of like. There, there's this like you know oh they're blonde with blue eyes like that's sort of like the the white i mean not necessarily but that's sort of like the stereotype right right and and like in europe when you're from like i guess like more southern countries like they're kind of snobbed by mm. the northerns you know yeah. like my my ancestors came from greece so i'm like I'm, I'm sort of like a greek uh guy and like my brother inherited like my answer like my great-grandmother was like the darkest greek black hair like dark skin that you can imagine and and her husband was a greek guy but he was like the whitest red-haired guy that you can imagine you know that like burns up in the sun so like (laughs) when you mix that up i i i am like a red-haired person with black hair Because I have freckles, but black hair and I look, and most Greeks recognize me, but then everyone else is like, where are you from? Why, what are you? Like, I did grow up in Switzerland, but like, I'm mm-hmm. I, like, thing is, like when you meet people from South America, or yeah. I guess in the Americas in general, like there's such a huge mix. Yeah. There's much more mixing in South America. I think than North America, maybe that's my stereotype. The more like...
0: North you go, it's like as diverse as it gets, like entire town and city starts to be a little monomerular. You're right.
1: You know, I mean, you might meet, I don't know, some some people in Uruguay who look perhaps Caucasian, but, you know, they're a mix of a bunch of things, you know, or 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 they're, you know, maybe a, a, a combination of like, you know. My dad is is white, but he's a combination of like a lot of Spanish, yeah. Portuguese, someone said that in French, high school, was German stuff, like, right? So
0: someone said that in high school because like a lot of the white people that we had were actually like a lot of stuff. So they kind of said that there there was a joke that went around that like God gave up and just made us something.
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> like if you follow the South Park route, everyone's gonna be beige in future. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be beige,
0: beige. Are they beige or are they malignant?
1: Whoa. Controversial. Controversial. Oh, my God. Malignant.
0: Are they beige or are they hidden inside? No, okay, like,
1: mal- in. the, the malignant. Actually, the malignant is pretty... Has like one eye and some kind of like he kind of looks like okay. you know like that that horse faced Thor like yeah <laughs> kind
0: of
1: looks like you know, that. it looked
0: like it looked like carnage she has carnage in the back of her actually
1: head. looks yeah she
0: has carnage on the back of her head okay so because we didn't really like lead into this I'm just gonna spoil the whole movie right now so you guys can catch spoilers that. all right. So lady at the beginning has a lot of miscarriages and the boyfriend is mad at her boyfriend, her husband, and basically like punches her in the stomach because, oh, you keep losing my babies. punches her in the stomach. And then she hits her head on the back of the, on a wall. So when she mm-hmm. hits her head on the back of the wall, it's like from, it then awakens on, it the awak- from then on, what happens <laughs> is that like there's these like weird things that happen where like she's transported to other stuff people yeah. get killed around her and she doesn't know about it and then there's like this like weird babaduki like spider thing that keeps like time uh, out of place yeah,
1: with long kind of like metal rocker hair you know yeah. and they're like just like rah. but uh, and by the end like, of the movie be, yeah 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 i mean th- there'll be moments where she's sitting and she's lying down in bed and then she opens her eyes and then she's like in another bed Yeah. Next to the future victim who's about to get stabbed. Yeah. And, and, uh, there, there you know, moments like that. And then, yeah, you get this Baba Duke thing with kind of like a 1980s, like, you know, Bon Jovi rock haircut, (laughs) uh, with, kind of looks like a mismatched marionette going like ah i'm gonna stab you yeah. and uh <laughs> and, and like, that oh. can absorb electricity and has superhuman powers
0: okay that part they never like explain where, they never explain where, it yeah where, why 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 like i know it gabriel kind of like quote-unquote
1: can cl- yeah. talk through
0: the the radio and make lights flicker
1: i don't know it's kind of like an x-men moment like especially like the beginning as well like you know it's kind of like weapon x oh they can do this shit we have to put them down yeah. and it's, it's kind of like uh oh, it absorbs electricity and ah, can speak through the radio yeah. and and because uh, even though it has a mouth it cannot communicate uh other than through home appliances <laughs> and uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so
1: the big <laughs>
0: twist at the end is that like they're, they're watching like old um like lab footage from when they tested um the main character maddie who using yeah. stuff so you find out at the end that she has a malignant twin in the back of in the in the, in the like growing in the back, back of room. her like, brain like, yeah like voldemort imagine voldemort yeah. and like Yeah, yeah, exactly. With arms. With little, little, like,
1: T-Rex arms. Yep. They can't do anything. And then
0: they're they're not able to cut off the whole body because they cut off the body as much as they could of the malignant twin. So they had to take the head of the malignant twin and shove it back into her brain. So they share her brain. So that means Maddie, the main character, and the malignant twin, Gabriel, can, like, fuck with each each other's thoughts and action time. Like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. So... That leads us to the jail scene, which oh, is yeah. one so, of like, my favorite fucking scenes it, in the movie. Wow. It is so it was you so know, stupid but so like it, I loved it. it was yeah, like- so uh,
1: so Maddie gets locked up in, in jail because she she kind of knows too much and like her birth mother kind of yeah. the police discover that you know she's involved, she's implicated. They lock her up in like sort of like general uh, general, you know, uh, prison with the other uh female inmates and uh, she's waiting to, you know, I guess get questioned or interrogated. Mm-hmm. And one of the other inmates is like, uh, oh, you're like a little prissy, you know, like perfect girl. Like, what did you do wrong? Like, did you like default on your parking tickets or some shit like that? It's like, and then they start hitting her and that's when Gabriel wakes up and the back of her fucking skull yeah. opens up to see this kind of monstrous face with one eye and like some kind of like, you know, fucked up, uh, what was the name of that horse face? Uh, Thor, I can't remember, alien Thor uh that goes like it's like ah and then there's this whole part where she destroys every inmate yeah. from one person to the next like like uh gashing their necks with her claws and or his claws and like twisting their necks and breaking everything and then like one of the inmates the one who fucked with her the most like cops please open the door come save us come save us and then like that's when the cop shows up so like gabriel takes the cop knocks him out, takes his key, gets out, takes his fucking uniform with like black leather looking like Neo, like a fucked up Neo. <laughs> and uh, and then kills everyone in the fucking precinct.
0: Yeah, that's like- Like so,
1: Matrix style. <laughs> if you guys <laughs> haven't
0: figured it out, she brutal. does like backwards fighting for like-
1: Yeah, backwards fighting.
0: Yeah, she she's because, ba- because basically like the Voldemort fucking malignant Gabriel thing in the back of her head controls her body from like the back. And every time Gabriel's in charge, like maddie does backwards. everything yeah. backwards backwards so basically whoever came up with the idea of having a 20 minute straight like fighting the jail cell and then getting into this matrix fucking fight in the precinct backward
1: i'm like oh this is like oh I, and the <laughs> like the way it's filmed is a lot like the fight scene with uh alana like the yeah. atlanta like you know when yeah. she like close-ups like bam You know, like at the beginning of uh, Aquaman, yeah, it's just like it's all centered around the James uh, Wan, yeah, 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 the James the James Wan style of of uh, superhero filmmaking, yeah, (laughs) and uh, it's just like, and that's when it turns into like a horror. Like X Men movie, <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's just amazing. And uh, that's when uh, detective the detectives of the movie like uh, Kakoa Shaw and and I can't remember the other detective. Uh, yeah,
0: they said Kikoa uh, a lot in them. Kikawa, yeah, yeah.
1: Kikawa. So, that's his first name <laughs> yeah
0: and it just kind of like first i was <laughs> shoved in your head because he say
1: it like every five seconds. exactly exactly because he keeps saying like detective shaw and then everyone's was like "Cocoa, come here and it's like but i'm detective shaw god damn it and i i want to be professional here but uh like he gets his ass kicked he's still alive and uh his partner gets her stomach like sliced but she's still alive as well and uh it's just like uh I can't remember the last time where they mix horror with action. Yeah, so you have like this amazing fight scene where everyone gets eviscerated with a uh we didn't talk about the weapon like
0: oh yeah the the it's good job trophy the trophy yeah the
1: good job trophy for like a doctor or something yeah. you know, It's like it's like a, a blade shaped thing with like serpents around it you know because like doctors have that like the doctor symbol is like this yeah. thing with the, the blue cross blue or, shield thing, yeah, yeah yeah it was like you know whatever and uh so like uh gabriel takes away those serpents and sharpens the edges and it becomes this like badass sacrificial golden knife
0: i felt like something they would have done in like superhero movie like that early 2000s to explain something outlandish in the like Mm -hmm. if if in the comics like the weapon was like a flamethrower or something then it would have been explained like a movie like they would have to make it like more realistic found the flamethrower at the bar it 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 was like it it was like trying to make her grounded for something yeah but like that's kind of what i liked about this movie is that it didn't feel like trying to and that's kind of like what i'm noticing with like horror movies now and at at a point the trend is going to like go away where a self-aware horror movie this is very self-aware. Yeah, like, definitely.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. I, I think things like, at first I thought it was maybe a bit too, thing is the, the line of like, we have to cut out the cancer. Like, uh, you know, I thought that was a bit, uh, a bit too cartoony, but like the rest of the time, I think like they treat the character seriously. Yeah. even though the horror is over the top and off the wall yeah. but at least like the story itself pretty well uh like respected Ter- like they respect the characters which is i think really important in a movie because like you can go like over the top and over the wall with all this like you know, murder and mayhem. Oh. But as long as, but like if you don't respect those characters and take them lightly, like you have nothing to kind of latch on to. Like you don't care about them. Yeah. But like in this movie, you, you actually care about Maddie. You care about, Mister, you care about the detective as well because he's a nice guy. And, uh, you know, it, it's sort of like uh, you care about this It's been this lifelong struggle between her and Gabriel because like Gabriel's been there and, you know, like we didn't talk about the miscarriages, but like uh, Maddie's Maddie had like two miscarriages and is pregnant at the beginning of the movie. Uh I say at the beginning of the movie because like that's the only time where she's pregnant in the movie. Uh And and it turns out that Gabriel was feeding off of her uh, baby apparently. According to the sister, uh, who's like, Maddie was adopted. So that's what, like, she has like a second, you know, she has like her real family unit. But uh, even though she was like a test subject before she was adopted, and uh, like Gabriel tried to kill her baby sister when she, when her mom was pregnant. Like her yeah. adoptive mom. So like that it's been a theme throughout like the story is like Gabriel wants to be the only entity in Maddie's life. And yeah. like, you know, she doesn't need you, she only needs me. Yeah. And like, ah <laughs> and uh you know. I, it, I thought this
0: whole movie was like they took that joke that people used to say, like, I I, I ate my baby or I ate my twin in the like uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and turn that into a <laughs> take, whole movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, like I had a, you know, I had a boil, the tooth in it, you know, that oh, it was probably my my absorbed twin, you know, or something. Yeah, James Wan heard
0: that, and Aquila Cooper were like, oh,
1: oh Oh, let's make a movie, <laughs> do something. It. But like, it's it's, uh, I I don't know about you, but I a sequel is in the works because like there's a line near the end of the movie where uh, Maddie says like I'll be ready for you next time. Cause like she yeah. locks the Gabriel up in a kind of psychic, you know, jail yeah. cell or something. That's like, I'll be like, you know, I'll come out. And then Maddie's yeah. like, well, yeah, I'll know. I'll be ready for you next time. So yeah. I feel like maybe there might be a next time. I'm wondering.
0: Uh, i I guarantee you the people that worked on this at least some of them are gonna go on to work on moon Knight, just because like this is the first time i've seen that like visualized in this sort of way of like because like once you realize at the end that they're playing mind tricks on each other you could have a whole sequel where it's like you find out what was real and Mm -hmm. what wasn't first. because this whole time you don't really know when maddie started to like catch on to the mind game you don't really know when gabriel was on or off like Basically, the hit on the head that Maddie had in the beginning woke up Gabriel. But even prior to that, you you know that he was probably, like, you know, conscious enough to yeah, like mess with Yeah, he was, her fighting, a little his bit. So he was fighting his Cooper time. So, Akilah Cooper is probably going on to, like, Moon Knight. James Wan is caught up with, like, Aquaman. But, like, this just felt like... Like, I, I was trying to look up what the budget for this movie. Because it looked like it could be $30 million Or it could have been $5 million. <laughs> Like Like, it looked like a movie that, like, you could have made... With the right connections and like a shoestring string tip of the shoestring.
1: (laughs) Okay, so like a budget forty million dollars.
0: Oh, for this? Yeah. Oh. Oh wow. See, like. Because I saw like Freaky the other night, like that only had like five. Men. Blumhouse mm-hmm. consistently puts out like, effects driven five. Men. Are, are they shortchanging somebody or really good at it? Like who's paying
1: who? Well, yeah, know? I don't know. Well, apparently, according to the box office right now, it's only like 2.2 2 million in the box office. But then, like, I don't know if they count the HBO Mac. Uh, money that they made but yeah. it's it's sort of uh i mean it's also like i know they like they've out. opened theaters right but after yeah. this new like biden uh regulation like how m- much more complicated is it to get to theater it's yeah. it's uh i don't know well Wait, like i guess the- you have to show some i mean you have to go in there with a mask but like do you actually have to show your like a vaccine uh card or pass uh, you know vaccine pass or something yeah uh, i don't know
0: so the whole vax pass that's gonna that's gonna have a lot of controversy i, I already know yeah, for sure. Of people like, like are finding parallel that for other reasons. I, yeah, I don't, well, it's I don't kind know of like a passport about, a little yeah. bit.
1: It's a little bit like a passport. I mean, uh, when, when I went to Europe a, a month ago, I uh, had to show... Uh, what's weird is that when I went to Europe, I could... I only had to show my vaccine card because I got vaccinated. Um, but when I came back, I had to take a test, even though I was vaccinated in the U.S., Yeah, which is weird because, you know, like, you know, get your act together, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think, like, if you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, like, you should get into the U.S., I, I yeah. think, because, like, I didn't have as much trouble as, like, uh, I mean, I, I am a Swiss citizen, so I can get into the Schengen zone without a visa or anything, but I still had to show that I was vaccinated. And if I was vaccinated, I didn't have to take a test. But in the US, being a US citizen as well, I have yeah. to, even then I have to show, even though I've, I was vaccinated, I have to show a test. So oh, it's like,
0: well, I mean like every city has like, it just feels like everyone's trying to kind of like catch up. Everyone's just kind of trying to like catch up to each other. And that makes it tricky because there's no one solid place that once they kind of trickle, it's kind of like yeah. the original difference really of like COVID. And definitely. So it's,
1: definitely. I thing is like the, the federal government can say something. And since like the U S is a big ass country, like every state can be like, no, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) and vice versa right so it's kind of like well the thing is like the states try to do something and the the government will try to sue them or something like that and uh, the other way around like I don't know like in Europe like the countries are smaller Mm. so I get especially like Switzerland like if you go there it's like you know if the federal government says something uh, it's done (laughs) because it's such a small country yeah and and uh like if there's this rule even though there are a lot of there's like a similar debate over there and it's and i think in every country in europe there's a similar debate like in the u.s like oh well individual freedoms i don't want to get vaccinated whatever although uh i know that 70 percent of europeans are vaccinated now yeah caught up to the u.s so it's it's uh uh but yeah i i know i know that there are people in switzerland who are still you know uh uh rebelling against the idea of a vaccine Uh, so you know or a mask specifically i think it's more about masks like swiss people are more pissed off about the mask than the vaccine uh (laughs) but uh but yeah you know it's it's uh some of the in the US where you have this big debate about like anti vax plus against uh yeah. people who know that vaccines work and
0: yeah. uh, well, like part, the, the two things that like make I think it makes America I guess like hard to make things like this implement one is the scale, mm-hmm. like you that, that's something that isn't you at least one how much the scale of not just now, the America is a huge it's, country. Like, it's, it's pretty yeah it's pretty big country, yeah, yeah. And two, just the culture, culture of America, you know, like we're going to fight back so that we can do like, that means something different for every one person. That's going to mean like, you know, like do what I want to take care of my family. And somebody is going to literally... Feel like they should do what they want like i can go shit in can those are two extremes but I yeah think that's, that's
1: like, yeah i i think that's a bit of, you know it's like it, it's, a, it's a, that's that, a very extreme version like, yeah yeah when, i know when you have an overarching like,
0: theme of freedom yeah. that basically advertises america people are gonna in a country of like how many <laughs> people are gonna take it a different way yeah
1: But it's like I I feel like people should you know respect other people's thing is it's like as long as your freedom doesn't impinge on other people's yeah if you know what I mean yeah like that's fine one thing that I realized when I compare Switzerland to the U.S. is that Swiss people often want to be left alone as long as you leave them alone. yeah right and if you get into their space they will tell you to fuck off things like Switzerland has has a history of uh it's kind of like America light I, I would say because yeah. like they they rebelled against you know kings and whatever back in the day and created their own democracy and whatever in the heart of Europe and uh, people there they're very independent. And whenever you talk about joining the EU, like, you know, fuck off, you know, like, yeah. we're independent, <laughs> we're going to do our own thing. Even mm-hmm. though it's not as if they're in an island where they can like, they're in the middle of a fucking continent. It's very similar to kind of like the uh, feelings of independence that you have in the US. But at least I-, I find that in Switzerland, most people think like, if you don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you. And yeah. I find that in America, there are some people like, I'm free and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want, even though it'll fuck with
0: you. Yeah. And- it- It's just weird because like, because there's so many people, because like most people actually, yeah, 90, whatever, think exactly how you don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. We're not going to pass that far. But this country has a lot of people, which means even like a percent stupid popular could make a lot different.
1: It's, I don't know. I just want to tell a little story. Like something happened. Like I grew up in an area of Switzerland where, uh, like a a very specific community where Mm -hmm. I I know that the schools and the, like the teachers and the students in high schools and like primary schools, they're both assholes in a way
0: yeah
1: and uh there was like a big headline in in my local newspaper like from the place where i grew up was like teacher injured student after slap and i was like you know i think i can't remember the point of the story but it's sort of like imagining that australian
0: show (laughs) now
1: slap no the thing is it's like i find that uh it's you know i think i just saw the news of the world yesterday as well so I'm, i'm sort of like trying to bring stories from other worlds, other countries to, to this podcast, because I know that most of our listeners are in the U S and and it's kind of like fucked up shit happens in other places, not only war zones, but like places that are known as being pretty peaceful.
0: Yeah. And Uh, human shit happens there as well. I mean, human nature is pretty much the same everywhere the conditions around will make the co- will change the culture and make people act in ways but like the why of certain things pretty fucking universal
1: i think they put the student on hold or on hiatus or whatever and the teacher as well And the parents, like, they took a picture of the parents in front of the school. I was like, oh, fuck, I know that. (laughs) And uh, and it was like, the parents don't know how their child is going to return to the school. And I mean, I have to say the school in my village was specifically fucked up. No, no doubt about it. And I think it's both, you know, I think the student was probably frustrated, probably doesn't have, like, I find that bullies are often bullied by someone else yeah in their immediate circle hmm. so i'm sure they were like fucking acting out and this teacher was like you know probably had his last the last straw was like you yeah. know it, it's also the beginning of the year so it's like it's probably the first week of fucking school it took a week for this kid to piss this guy off or woman often for them to slap them really hard so it's you know the point of my story is that fucked up happen mm. everywhere even in the most full quote-unquote perfect beautiful places i hate it when people say like, such a perfect beautiful place oh, i'll go there oh it was so perfect dude i'm from it's hawaii so
0: like, we've yeah. been advertised forever as the perfect they, place yeah anybody in that come all the stuff that's coming out about hawaii hey you know it's not peaceful it's not as peaceful you know you have all the sexes racing, and then you know yeah. that exists in hawaii too it's coming out on a mainstream for for the first yeah. time now and like, you have to be pretty sure that to surprise you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like if you're ever like, I didn't know we had a home. Enough. Where the fuck did you live this whole time? Like I always at, made it a joke that like with Hawaii, whenever people come here and then they leave in there and they're like, oh yeah, I loved Hawaii because everybody said hi to each other in the door. Everybody opened well, the door. Hey, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey I'm that like, happens in my
1: village. That happens in my village. And people that doesn't happen there. here. I'm like, what the
0: <laughs> fuck store did you go to? People say <laughs> hi.
1: People say hi in my village, even though people get slapped in their school. Uh, Out here, (laughs) especially at our local
0: Safeway, it's a game of how long can I pretend that I don't know you? So it's a lot of like, look up, look down, look up, look down. (laughs)
1: It's like, do I know you? Yes, no, maybe. (laughs) How well can I pretend that I didn't
0: just, that is uh, the game.
1: (laughs) Sounds like the island of social anxiety. It's just... It's so like, do I, I know them? them? Oh, I do know them. I don't want to talk to them. I won't talk to them. <laughs> no, no, oh, I avert yeah. my eyes from you, sir. I avert my eyes. Uh, but, I'll, uh, I'll brief candle. Like, I shall go to the beach. I oh, know too many people there. Okay.
0: <laughs> Anything you want to say about Malignant for the last... I feel like we said everything possible.
1: Okay, Malignant is, I think... I know that James Wan said it's like a new direct, totally new. I'm like, it is new because it's a mashup of a bunch of different things. That's what makes it really interesting. It's like a mashup of a bunch of things. Yeah. But I'm sure our listeners will if they see the movie they'll see cues from different types of genres and her types of- through the years like i mean superhero movies horror movies from the 70s even the ring i would say yeah oh, yes <laughs> like yeah. uh it, it's uh you know i I thoroughly enjoyed this. i really liked it and it caught me at a moment where i was like nothing is new even though this is a mashup of a bunch of stuff that you already know, it feels it does renew a little because you're not used to having that mashup of thing yeah. and and uh yeah I think you can see it you can look at it both
0: yeah and, and
1: uh, yeah that's yeah. all I have to say about malignant yeah.
0: and I, I guess for me this was just like a fun there was a time when I was told uh you know there's a different good movie and an entertaining and now I think that's pretentious like whatever
1: <laughs> it's like whatever hits you at the moment it would hit you at I the think moment. it's like no I see it like there's there are entertaining movie and Oscar We yeah and it's it's sort of like whatever you want could be the worst movie in the world but the way it's done and maybe the time that you saw it made it super entertaining meaningful to you at that time but then maybe it's not a Martin Scorsese uh Inaritu nah. work of art you know it's it's uh I think you have to look at things a bit like uh, uh, like Roger Ebert used to review movies according to how he enjoyed them, not whether it was meeting some artistic standard that, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, enjoy the fucking movies, man. Like, don't fucking keep judging them because like I, some, like there are a lot of continuity issues with a bunch of movies that I love. Yeah. yeah. But who cares? <laughs>
0: I, I would have loved to have seen this. Like, if I could sit in a theater and have the movie marathon in like a crowded theater, if this Belco experiment, get out, possibly. I remember mm-hmm. like the, the theater doing that part was doing that movie. Yeah. And um, there's one more, Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Like, that, the Cabin in the Woods was like first, like self aware horror movie that went balls off the wall at the, like, I want more malignant, filled that void that has, I saw Cabin of the Woods <laughs> It
1: filled that crevasse <laughs> of, of, of uh of uh-huh of uh, of horror thirst i guess i don't know so i guess we'll bring the episode to to close uh where where can they find us usually you ask me that question but i'm gonna ask you this time Let's i want to see if
0: i remember i i know <laughs> because we're particular we're, we're always on spotify uh apple podcast. On apple podcast google podcast breaker um breaker we're on um, audible <laughs> we're on audible uh, we're on uh iheart radio sound break is that one sound block Sound uh, break no I don't No
1: we're we're on Bullhorn We're on we? other 73%
0: other well, I think it's like that's defendants. why I
1: want to simplify things I'd be like we're on all platforms like Spotify Apple podcast Google podcast and uh, you guys can listen you to will, us there you will find us you will find us and uh, we are also on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> at what we been on both platforms but they're all owned by Facebook so it's all the same <laughs> but uh, not yeah <laughs> nazi silicon valley i don't want to start a conspiracy theory about oh, nazis and, and that, silicon they're valley. gonna link back to us
0: we're gonna end up in a history book one day i think we're good
1: but <laughs> be immortal in the history books until you know they i didn't turn them into some wikipedia what we but, binge um, the
0: extremist podcast it's like
1: what <laughs> what who imagine 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 being transported in the future 100 years from now it's like what we binge extremist podcast it's like what <laughs> fomented unrest in the world not just in the US in the world
0: the most influential political podcast of all time what we've been it's like no
1: (laughs) no we're not political we are filmmakers. that is a word like no (laughs) we are alcoholic. Uh, yeah anyway have a nice week guys Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode leave us a like comment five stars five stars no other option and we'll be back to take a month of it (laughs) yes bye peace